Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. listening to The Simpsons for And One More. I am your host, Emma Apps, and with me as always is my co-host. Hello, everybody. This is Bob Shoy, the co-host. <laughs> and today we will be talking about, drumroll please, season 11. Yeah, we've hit the end we have hit the last season, the last full season that we will be discussing, which is really, really sad. It's crazy how um, The Simpsons has endured so much when there was only ever 11 series of it. I know. <laughs> 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 Who would have thought that the show would go on for a further, like, 21, 22 more seasons? It's mental. Yeah, and counting. It's, it's, yeah, it's at the going moment, up. It's um, yeah. commissioned for another two more. That's yeah, mad. So. Yeah, but did you notice a change in the show when you watched season 11 this time around? Massively. I've got so yeah. much to it, say. It creeps in. It creeps in in 9 a little bit. Yeah. A bit more in 10. And then 11, it's just like, bam, this show's different. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously why we decided to discuss season 11, because we were originally were going to stop at season 10, but it was yeah. you that said... No, season 11 is so different to the other seasons that I feel like... Because we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah. like make a comparison, even to season 10, um, how much the show has changed. Um, So it'd be really interesting. Hopefully we won't be too negative about it, because I did find things I like. There's just a real handful of episodes that I just really do not like at all. Not even like, oh, they're lesser episodes for me. They're like, oh, there's just a few I just, I don't like that episode. It's a different show. Absolutely. Um, and there's a real handful of them. And yeah. they're so off the rails to what the show was before that. Yeah, I think it just bears mentioning and bears talking about. And um, hopefully we won't upset too many listeners who, because a lot of people really do still love 11. They're like, oh, it's gold until the end of 11. And I'm like, I actually think 12 is better than 11. Yeah. Um, I think 11's a real low point. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of episodes that I could happily never watch again, ever. <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't 
I wouldn't miss them. Yeah, exactly. I this time through when I was watching it, I said to Be- I said to Becca like, I don't think I'll ever watch this episode again for a few no. of them. Like, I've watched this too many times already for an episode I don't like at all. And yeah. now I'm watching it again, and I think this is too many times. There's some episodes on this that I don't like, and I've watched them, you know, nearly ten times. I'm like, why am I watching this again? I don't even like it. <laughs> so this will be the last time for some of these, but some of these I will revisit because I do actually like some of these quite a lot, and actually some of them which I didn't really think much of in my estimation this time around critically watching it there was a few that surprised me how much i did enjoy them so yeah i mean when i was going through my list um what i was doing was um i was sort of placing them do i like that one more or more and that kind of thing and there are there are more episodes in the sort of middle section of my list there's actually more that i don't mind than i originally thought i thought it would be very like 40 60 of episodes i do like to episodes i don't like but actually the middle section there was some i was like oh because i haven't seen that in a while it's actually not too bad um so i'm gonna try and be as positive as as i can but one thing i did notice and i don't know if it's the same for you but towards the sort of like middle so sort of five six seven like the golden era in my opinion i had so many notes for all the episodes that i really really loved yeah i've got way less notes yeah whereas this one i've got like a handful of points and that's like at a push some episodes i've literally got like three sentences and that's it yeah three bullet points and that's it and yeah yeah so i have got a lot less notes what I found is there's one episode which I always think, oh, that is my favourite of the season. So that yeah. was easy for me to pick my favourite. And then I know the ones I don't like. There's like five or six that I just straight out don't like. Yeah. Um, but then to pick my two, three and four, I found it really hard because the next like eight episodes, I just like, I like them all about the same. They're the ones I like a bit more. So to pick which ones yeah. I actually like the most out of them was really hard. And I just... I just sort of arbitrarily picked a few without really thinking why. So it's going to be kind of hard, I think, to talk about why some are placed higher than others because it's just like I like my first choice a lot. I actually really do think it's a good episode. And then the next sort of eight, it's just sort of like I kind of like all these um, and I don't really know which order I like them in. So I just sort of randomly like ordered them at the end today. Yeah. Um, So this season, there's a lot of controversial episodes, which I'm sure if they're not in our lists, we will discuss anyway, just because of how controversial. Talk about anyway. Yeah. So I feel like those episodes have actually got more of a strong opinion about than the episodes I've actually picked myself. So I do think our lists will be quite brief and to the point, whereas the other episodes will definitely go off on a bit of a tangent. So yeah. Yeah. I've got more to say about some of the ones I don't like. Yeah, same. There's actually one thing that I did want to mention just before we started getting into our selections. One thing that really pissed me off is the titles. Oh, yeah. It's really hard to know which one's which for some of them. The first point that I made before I started even writing any notes about any of the episodes was, titles of this season annoy me, unnecessarily long, and I had to put like little bits in brackets that would remind me what the episode was. We'll have to do that thing that you told us to do last time where we have a brief synopsis of what the episode actually is when we uh, nominate it. Literally. So there's a couple that I've just written the title 
and then in brackets written like a phrase or a word just to remind me which yeah. one that was because otherwise I just don't have a clue. And it was really, really bugging me when I was writing my list. I was like, oh, why did they have to be so unnecessarily long? But yeah, ran over. That's just what I had to say before <laughs> we got into our lists. Well, I hope I can remember all these episodes because actually I got quite ahead on this because I knew I was going to be really yeah. busy the last few weeks. I've yeah. got loads of stuff going on. So I actually finished watching these a couple of weeks ago and I haven't had time to rewatch any. So all my notes are from like a month to two weeks ago and I was like looking through them today thinking, what did I mean by that? So hopefully <laughs> I can sort of piece it all together when I'm going through these notes for this episode. Yeah, let's hope so. Okay, so shall we get into it? Yeah, sure. So yeah. Um, it's your turn to go first. So okay, hit cool. move your number four. So my number four choice is a bit of a random one and I don't think it will be on your list, but my number four choice is Treehouse 10. Mm. This is um, really high for me. Uh, this uh, this yeah. almost, you know, I said there's like eight that are like around. I really like them. So I didn't know which order to put them in. Yeah. This was like just on the cusp. This is like number six for well, me. I was thinking about it today when I was sort of going through my notes, but I actually feel like sort of season eight, nine, ten, and eleven, their tree houses are like golden for me. Mm. I really, really like them. So I know we've done like a tree house segment. Um, we've done a whole tree house, um, sorry, episode uh, where we sort of discussed yeah. segments and things like that. Um, the sort of earlier tree houses, as much as I love them and as much as they are classics, I sort of liked certain segments more than others. Whereas with yeah. the sort of later ones, in my opinion, I think all three segments are golden. Like I absolutely love them. And this is an example of that. So um, just to sort of refresh everyone. So the three segments are... Um, so first of all, it's... Uh, the one where Marge runs over Ned Flanders and they think they've killed him. I know what you diddly did. Diddly did, yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Diddly did. And then it turns out that, that she ran him over, but he's a werewolf, so he didn't actually die. Yes. And then the, I love that one. Oh, yeah, I do too. I really then love that one. the second one is kind of like a Marvely parody where it's like Stretch Dude and Clubber Girl because there's like yep. a lot of Marvely references to that or just mm-hmm. uh, superheroes in general. And then the third one... And that one, one's Desperately Zeking Xena. Yeah. And then the third... I know that's a real favourite of Beefs, actually, that one. Yeah. Then the third one is uh, the Y2K bug um, where they have to like go off because Homer forgot to do it at two- on 2000 and then the bug's like take over and all the computers just go mad and just start killing everyone um and that's so, yeah. life, life's a glitch yep yeah so um i just really like all three segments i think they're brilliant yeah um i think this is a great treehouse and it's interesting because we didn't get to talk about it on the other no. on the treehouse episode because we only covered one to ten on those side episodes so yeah yeah so i think in my opinion because the season it's like there's a few really good ones. I feel like this is a really sort of like standout treehouse because the rest of the season's a bit naff, um, which <laughs> like which not in a horrible way, but like it sort of makes it stand out a bit more than other treehouses for yeah, that reason. Because because this is as good as like a lot of the other treehouses in amongst the rest of the season. It's like wow, this is a brilliant treehouse just because yeah. of the company it's keeping. Um, 
is this is the one episode that I knew we would agree on. By the way, oh okay. I was like, I, I, we're both. I know we're both gonna like this one. Yeah. So we're starting right out the gate with positive thoughts. Uh, after this, it could be really controversial. Any- some of our picks. Yeah. You, know, you could say one. I'm like that one, and vice versa. Like, yeah. a few, I'm like, I'm sure you're going to be like, I hate that episode. <laughs> yeah. I definitely think my one more choice is definitely the definition of a wild card. Definitely. Um, right. But I love it for my own personal reasons. But um, this treehouse is a really good example of The Simpsons using parodies. So mm-hmm. I feel like the later the tri- when I say later, obviously in inverted commas, later for our picks that we um, cover, um, it starts being a lot more film parodies than it was the first like handful of tree houses, um, yeah. and it's very much like Hollywood or like current films, and I feel like that's a massive trend in like season like 10 and 11 are very like celebrity based and very um current films that have just been out or was out a a year ago there's a lot of parodies a lot of um phrases a lot of uh pop culture which is being absorbed more and more into the show than it was at the beginning for me though this one doesn't go too far with that i don't think that gets like obnoxious until 12 when you've got like the harry potter yeah. one stuff yeah 100 uh, percent. Like 13 when the, when the harry potter stuff that's when i'm like oh this is changing now this one is kind of just a right balance of parody yeah. and also doing its own thing because you've got i know what you did last summer as a parody yeah and you've got um you know the classic like marvel comics origin story sort of like a parody of that and then life's a glitch has taken something from the headlines of fairly recent headlines when this came out which is like the y2k bug and stuff with yeah so it's kind of got just a good enough balance it's leaning a bit more on parody like precise parody without going too far like it did in series after this yeah agreed um but i think this is the the sort of they start hinting at it yeah Um, you can see what's coming yeah uh so yeah there's <laughs> there's quite a lot of deliveries in this that i quite like so um first of all like i every time i watch it it always really makes me laugh even now but it makes me laugh now just as much as it did when i first saw it it's the bit where they're in the car and um Marge's like, oh, I should pull over. I can't see anything. And then she hits him. And then Homer goes, guess I forgot to put the fog lights in. <laughs> I knew. Oh, as soon as you said there's a delivery, I'm like, it's the fog lights. It's the fog lights thing. <laughs> and yeah, it's the number one note. Of, it's the number one note of mine. Because before that, he's doing the, can't get enough of that sugar crisp. It's just like. <laughs> he like, has the tune in his head. And yeah, the fog lights. Guess I forgot to put the fog lights in. It's addictive, that delivery. Can't get enough of that sugar crisp. I'm having a hard time seeing. Homer, did you remember to put the fog lights in? Guess I forgot to put the fog lights in. It's just the the, the accent that he puts on, because he like, really deepens his yeah. voice. It's like, guess I forgot to put the fog lights in. It's, just, I mean, <laughs> it's like it a could, real dopey delivery. I mean, it could probably be like a really famous serial advert in the US that we don't even like. Oh. Yeah, we, we don't even know it's why it's funny. It's either a famous serial advert or a parody of those sort of serial jingles. Either way, it's funny. Yeah, yeah, but like... Yeah. Us not being familiar, being like British, um, mm. it's like a wasted joke on us, but we still find it funny type situation. Yeah, the delivery makes the joke. Yeah. The delivery is great. Yeah. The other delivery from that first section that 
I always remember fondly is the uh, I'm making record time on this fog yeah. walk. That the delivery of that as well is like, yeah. I'm making record time on this fog walk. Better pick up the pace. I remember watching this as a kid, and like it's the first time that Maud is really weird. Like obviously, because the voice actor changes, but this is the yeah, first. This is the first time that you see it, and I remember seeing it, being like, "What the hell?" and being so confused at the time. But then thinking, "Oh, it's a treehouse. Maybe there's a reason behind it." Yeah, maybe it. she's supposed yeah. to be weird. Yeah, but I remember watching it first time as a kid and thinking, "What the hell?" And then obviously, the more it went on the more i was a bit like oh they must have just changed it and like not actually knowing the real reason behind it um it's incredibly jarring my second note so after the guess i've got to put the fog lights in my second note just says fake Maud. yeah i've just put weird maud <laughs> it's literally all yeah, I wrote. it's weird it's just so yeah. jarring i wish she didn't speak <laughs> and it makes me laugh as well because there's another callback which i only picked up on the viewing this time and he says that's the end of that chapter which is obviously a callback oh, to Max, yeah, yeah, Max yeah. Power yeah so I wrote a there's a couple that. of those little callback lines throughout this series I noticed yeah so um, just quickly moving on to the second uh, segment the Stretch Student Clubber Girl one do you know it really made me mm-hmm. laugh I, I watched it again today because I watched this ages ago so I was kind of just refreshing my memory but there's a bit where um, at the very beginning where police chief is checking out all the candy and stuff and there's a picture oh, of yeah, yeah. Um, there's a screenshot of Ralphie and he's like oh you make the cutest police officer and um, Eddie and Lou are standing there being like hey that hurts like but what makes me laugh <laughs> oh, yeah. is if you probably don't notice it but there's a there's a shot of um, Ralph and Eddie and they look exactly the same. Oh, I've seen that go around yeah. like social media. Yeah, yeah. And it's literally Is he really like really Ralph's dad conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, and if you like look at that screenshot, you're just like, "What the hell was Sarah Wiggum doing?" Like, it's obvious. Yeah. It's it, it really made me laugh, and I never noticed it. Until hey, maybe this... they address it on a later episode. Maybe, we don't know. yeah, maybe. But so yeah, they did do that Sarah Wiggum prequel episode. Maybe it addressed it in that. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I haven't really written much else for this episode the my favorite bit from the um xena part is when they first get their superpowers and instead of being amazed by the fact they got superpowers skinner's more alarmed that they called him poindexter yeah (laughs) (laughs) poindexter (laughs) (laughs) i love that she's been crushed and so have the hopes of our mathletics team hold the funeral poindexter (laughs) poindexter um, so the only really other part that I wrote a little note was um, just at the end of the episode with the whole Y2K thing and when mm-hmm. they're on the rocket and it's going to the sun and they're just like, oh, screw this and they eject themselves and they're like, faces blow up. That bit yeah, always gross. freaked me out. So I've just written... There's some really gross bits in this season. When their heads blow up, it creeps me out is literally the only yeah. other note that I wrote. But... Um, yeah, I hate it. <laughs> there is, I've actually, there's very, very few of my pink dot lines in this season. Yeah. But there is a pink dot line in this treehouse. And it's a it's a delivery again. It's, um, you know, it reminds me of, um, you know, I love the bit. It's from either the last series or the series before, but the one where Krusty becomes a stand-up. Yeah. And everyone starts burning their money. 
And that I love the, the exchange between Marge and Lisa, where Marge is like, here's everything I have, go bury it. And go bury like, it. I love you, mum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a delivery just like that in this, which really tickles me, where um, when Lisa gets accepted onto the other ship and she's like, you can only choose one parent, the guy doesn't get mom. to finish, it's like, mum. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's, so, it's such a good delivery. Uh, so just that little mum. And then Homer's like... Homer's like, um, remember me fondly, filled with murderous rage. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Love it. Yeah, so I love that delivery of uh, mum. It's <laughs> mum. almost like less than a syllable in delivery. So, mum, love it. Lisa Simpson, oh, you're the ship's proofreader. Welcome aboard. Now, before you enter, you're going to have to make a very difficult choice. You're only allowed to take one parent with you. Mum. Love you lots. And then she, and then all Marge goes is love you lots. Like it's really yeah, like palaze. Gets out of there. Brilliant. Love it. So yeah, that's my number four choice. Great choice. Great choice. Um, I would have been tempted because mine's gonna like shifty about. I think mm. all over the place. And if you hadn't have said it, I'd have been tempted to put it in my top four because it is a, a one that I really like from this episode. So my number four is um, I think this will be a surprise choice for you. This is one that I've never really thought much of and never really caught that much on reruns. So it's not one I've seen that much, but I see reference sometimes. But I'm always just like, ah, oh, that episode, I don't really, really know it that well. But having watched it twice this year, um, once just randomly and, and once for this, I was like, you know what? That's not a bad episode. And it managed to sneak its way to my number four. And um, it's the it's a mad, 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 mad Marge. Long title. Oh, my God. So this is actually higher on my list. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So we'll wait. I'm, that's amazing. I, I really didn't episode. expect this to be on your list. I love yeah, this Yeah, I was amazed at how much I enjoyed it Yeah. Um, so, this time around. I was like, it's a real hidden gem of this season. And it's amazing that you like it as well. Yeah, I've actually got a lot of fond memories and a lot of nostalgia for this episode um right see i don't have that for it yeah. i never i never caught it like the first time round. it was years later that i actually even saw this episode i don't even know if it was on like a dvd or a vhs or anything like that that i had but for some reason i saw this loads as a kid like i've got a lot of nostalgia for this episode right so yeah so yeah you'll well, have we'll to come wait. to that later yeah. then you'll have to yeah wait. Oh. okay so fair enough my number three, um, I potentially think this could be on your list, um, right. but my number three episode is, I feel like I'm going to sneeze, wait there, am I going to sneeze? Is no. she going to sneeze? No, she's not going to sneeze. Um, so false my, alarm. <laughs> false alarm. So my number three episode is, guess who's coming to criticise dinner? Mm, another long title. Yeah. Uh, which one is this Emma synopsis? It's not on my list, by oh, the way. Oh, okay. So this is uh, where Homer becomes a food critic. Yes, it is. Yeah, so um, the kids go on a field trip to the Springfield newspaper and Homer just like busts in because he's given them a ride. So he just busts in and crashes a party because he could smell food. He starts eating all the food off the table and then the guy's like oh you love all of this food and he's like yeah i love food and then he basically asks him to be a food critic for the paper mm. so then he starts reviewing everything and then the guy lisa helps him and then the guy is like 
oh, you need you can't give everything a review, like a good review. You need to like give some stuff bad reviews. So then he starts giving everything bad reviews and cut a long story short. He gets like yeah. power mad with his negative yeah. reviews, yeah. Yeah. So um oh, I love this episode. This is this is where what I'm talking about it's gonna be a controversial season because this is actually quite low on my list. And I know oh, a lot really? of people love this one. So this is yeah, this is controversial. I love it. In, yeah. On my behalf for not 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 having it at the top. But yeah, go on. So this is an episode that I've actually got quite a lot of lines that I love in this. Um so my first one is from Nelson and it's like when they're in the car when they're going to the paper and Homer's giving him a lift and um he hits I'm pretty sure it's Millhouse, he hits him on the head and um Homer goes, Oh, bless you, Nelson and then he goes, oh, yeah. Hey, I'm no hero. I just like to hit people on the head. But it's just like the delivery of it that really makes me laugh. Um because yeah, I love that. Hey, I know how we can have some fun. I spy with my little eye something beginning with D. Dingus! God bless you, Nelson Munts. I'm no hero. I just like to hit people in the head. And then um, there's another bit of Homer where um, they're they're talking about um, someone discovering the paper and like when they're there and things like that and um homer goes if he's so smart how comes he's dead i just like love it's just like a <laughs> such a like homer's such a horrible person when it comes to this he is hor- he is yeah, horrible at this point, at this yeah, point he's become jerk ass homer he's not a nice character but this episode he has a lot of um re- like really funny po- like lines and things so that one made me laugh mm-hmm. and then one of my favourite bits of this episode is the bit where he discovers like the buffet table and he's like, I like pizza, oh. I like hot dogs with mustard and beer, I like eggplant, I could even eat a baby, dear la 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 Fantastic. You, I love that you did the whole thing. I love it. Well, at least you like the food. Oh, I like food all right. I like pizza. I like bagels. I like hot dogs with mustard and beer. I get the picture. I'll eat eggplant. I could even eat a baby deer. La 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 la. Who's a baby deer on the lawn? Enough already. Um, I have you know, I wandered off from the tour. <laughs> yeah. There's another <laughs> bit um, that I love, like another line, is um, when the guy who runs the newspaper says to Homer... Um, I like someone who doesn't poo-poo everything he eats. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Homer goes, <laughs> he goes, nah, it usually takes me a few hours. And I'm going to be honest. Such a low hanging fruit of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I didn't actually get that for a long time. And then it like light bulb moment. I was like, oh, it's a poo joke. Like, oh, yeah, I get it's, it. It's as basic. Simpsons don't do a lot of at toilet humor, actually. So when it happens, it's like, oh, okay. Like there's a bit where Marge farts in this season. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing that now. Hey, listen. I just had a thought. We're looking for a new food critic. Someone who doesn't immediately poo-poo everything he eats. No, it usually takes a few hours. Yeah, so to be honest, this episode for me, I've always liked it. And I knew it would be high on my list as soon as I was making the list. I was like, this has got to be up there for me. Um, and I think a lot of it is as I said before, like, nostalgia. I remember watching this quite a lot as a kid. Um, See, the thing is, like, it's weird. So the relationship that I have with the later seasons, I have a lot of nostalgia because I remember watching it new as a kid. You're right, yeah. 
Um, whereas the nostalgia that I have for the earlier stuff, I don't remember watching them directly off the TV as like a new episode or anything, but I remember them watching them on like videos and DVDs and things like that when I was younger. So it's a different kind of nostalgia, if that makes sense. Um, but I have more, I think because I was just older, that I have, I have more of a complex nostalgia, if you like, for these episodes because I have more of a sort of, I remember them in more detail, if that makes sense, than mm-hmm. just like a day or an event. Like I have a lot of more detail nostalgia for these episodes because I just probably have a better memory of them. But, um, so yeah, this episode for me is just all about the lines, the delivery and things like that. And the cute little drawing of fat Mr. Burns. Well, I actually have written in my notes here, I love when everyone's fat. (laughs) 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 So like fat Otto and fat Smithers and like all the little fat characters just like walking around. I actually wrote that in my notes, like I love the fat characters. So, so far your list, I beef would approve. This is another one I know beef likes this episode a lot. He has like a lot of nostalgia for this. So, so far, yeah. you would be make, you have a very, you'd be lining up with beef. Yeah. If he was on here. Shout out to beef. There's, um, <laughs> I love the interactions between Homer and Lisa on this episode because well, they're working together and then they're sort of rivals against each other. Well, that's what actually I've, the like, the other note that I wrote. So I wrote, I love when everyone's fat. And then I also wrote, I love Lisa and Homer episodes when they collaborate together. Um, but but what's fun about this is they actually turn against each other yeah, after a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a different spin on it. Yeah, so um, I feel like if they had just gone with the whole just Homer and Lisa working together, it doesn't really go anywhere, if that makes sense. But no. the fact that Lisa's like... I actually prefer Lisa in this episode than I like homer which is weird because yeah. if you'd have asked me like five seasons ago homer's always i always liked homer more than lisa whereas this episode i actually like lisa more than homer i love it when she asks him what's a palette <laughs> he says well <laughs> it's a special time and a boy's life <laughs> <laughs> marge i'm sorry but your cooking's only got two moves shake and bake You like shake and bake. You used to put it in your coffee. People change, Marge. My palate has grown more sophisticated. Oh, yeah? What's a palate? Oh, it's a special time in a boy's life when... Gotta go! Homer's just... It's weird because a, a thought that I had when I was sort of going through my notes was that at the beginning of the episode when he tries to write the the food... Uh, review he's mm. just like an idiot he can't string together an actual sentence that's intelligent at all no, but then it's no. weird because as soon as he he's told to write more negative reviews he's all of a sudden got this amazing vocabulary and he can like make all these um comparisons and things like that and i'm like you're like two different people. Like at the beginning of the episode, you can't even string together an actual sentence, and now you're using all these like really sophisticated like culinary words. So it's like two different people. To be fair, he did get help from Santa's little helper. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> chewy. That's ludicrous. It's absolutely ludicrous, but it does it does make me laugh. Yeah. I don't need Lisa to write a good review. The food at the Gilded Truffle really... uh, What's a good word? Sucks! That's great! And the bread was really... Come on, help me out here. Rough. Rough? 
Yeah, I don't know. You've been pitching that all night. Chewy? Chewy! That's inspired! He's like, um, this looks like it was written by a dog. <laughs> yeah. Homer, what goes with this review? You say the salad tastes like bark and the potatoes were very... This reads like it was written by a dog. Are you crazy? A dog can't type, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, um, it's just mad. The, the other, the, I like the bit right at the end as well. It's a bit like the uh, Lisa delivery with the uh, mum. Lisa has some great deliveries in this season when he's like, uh, after all the bad things I've said about you, like, what bad things? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so distraught. The delivery is so good on it. <laughs> so good. Oh, Lisa, you saved me. And after all the bad things I said about you. What bad things? Why? But I just, I don't know. It. In the same time, I love it. But in the same time, I hate it as well. Like when all the food restaurant people come together. Like it's so ludicrous, but I like low-key like it. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the side of it that puts me off a bit. It gets yeah. a bit like, there's a lot of episodes where like, oh, I like this episode. And then the third act just, I, well, it was on my thing, my dislikes, when you get the wacky third act. And yeah. this season, it is wacky town for the third act. I'm just like, now they're all trying to kill him with a, yeah. uh, a donut that explodes. Like, yeah. yeah and a, sorry, an eclair that explodes. I love an eclair. Oh, I love an eclair as Ooh, well. Don't get me started. I haven't oh. had one for a long, long time, but oof, I want one now. <laughs> I like a profiterole as well. Yeah, I actually had profiteroles last weekend. Ugh. They were very good. I love a profiterole. My mother had uh, my mother had them when I went to visit. So. Oh, nice! I love desserts. I never used to be a dessert person. Like my whole pa- like since having children, it's really weird. Like my palate has completely changed. See, my going the other way. I've I've always had a massive sweet tooth, but I've sort of lost my sweet tooth no. in recent years, and I don't. I don't have so much sweet stuff. I'm the opposite. Like, I was always a very savoury person. Like, if I went to get a snack, I would always have, like, a pack of crisps or something. But now I'm, I'm like... I'm terrible for crisps. But now I'm like... I could never, ever eat a bar of chocolate, like a like a medium-sized bar. Like, I could never eat a whole one of them to myself. But now I could devour one to myself easily. <laughs> That's interesting, actually. The, I always had a sweet tooth, but I was never that crazy about chocolate. Oh, okay. But when I stopped eating... I used to eat loads of sweets, though. Oh, when I stopped eating meat, so this is like five, six years ago, um, most sweets have gelatin, or they used to. A lot of yeah. them don't now, but they used they had gelatin. So I was like, oh, I can't really have any of the sweets I like. So I started eating chocolate, and then I actually oh. realised... That's when I started really liking chocolate. Yeah. But now I'm going back to sweets because you, there's so many sweets. Like, all Marks and Spencer's sweets are gelatin-free and stuff, so I can eat sweets again now. Harry Bows, you can eat a vegetarian, aren't they? Only the straws. Oh, only straws. But I love straws, so that's, that's you no know, great loss. Yeah. Um, I also love, and I feel feel like, if I know you, Emma, I feel like you're going to go, no, that's disgusting. I love licorice. No, I hate licorice. <laughs> I knew it. I just knew it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love licorice, yeah. And licorice is vegetarian, so I, get, I eat that, yeah. Ben always takes the mickey out of me and says that I've got like a child's palate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, there, was a, there are a lot of sort of sophisticated in brackets, like stuff that I will eat, <laughs> but... <laughs> He always he always winds me up because um our son William is really really fussy eater and but he absolutely loves olives but I hate olives oh, yeah. and he's love like Will it, William's got more of a sophisticated palate than you have <laughs> and I'm like I love oh. love olives yeah no licorice is not my cup of tea no anyway so there we go yeah that's uh 
You made me want an eclair really now. Dessert. Yeah, yeah, I don't. This, this is the thing with desserts as well. I don't. I cook all the time. I love cooking. I but make not all sorts of food. I love mm. like Caucasian food and Indian food and all sorts. But I don't bake. I don't make cakes or bake things. See, it's really funny because my husband, he's literally like the most macho man. Like being in the army, he like is a big beefcake. But he not like is. Me, the best baker in the world like he makes everything like he makes shortbread he makes scones he he's his baking is incredible so between us we could have a, make a, an yeah. amazing banquet yeah we could yeah yeah we should do that come dine with me oh my god becca's request actually a couple of years ago for christmas she said i don't want anything i mean i'm, I'm guessing do you not like marzipan either no, I do. He doesn't. Right. Okay. So my our favorite uh, Christmas cake of all the variants of Christmas cake is uh, Stollen. Yeah, I love Stollen. So I, I love Stollen, but it's not because we've obviously spent a lot of time in Germany. Yeah. When you get Stollen in the supermarket here, it's just not as good. Completely we've been spoiled different. Over there, yeah, I've been spoiled. Yeah. It's still, it's still great. Stollen's still great, but I. Uh, she said, "All I want you to do for Christmas this year is make a Stollen from scratch." <laughs> and she's like, I know I'm using this Challenge. as my Christmas gift because the ingredients for a Stalin are really expensive. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll make a Stalin. So it took me like a day, properly like layering it up, all the stuff. And I will say that might be the best cake I've ever made and no eaten way. in my life. It was incredible. I love that. But now she's always like, you got to do that again one day. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah. Love Stollen. Anyway, that's our, that's our <laughs> first tangent. Um, so yeah, I guess who's coming to criticize dinner? Yeah, that's my number three. Mm. So my number three, and I think this one will be on your list. We're like 40 minutes in and you haven't even had one yet. <laughs> I think I think I'm going to have to wait again because my number three is Faith Off. Yeah, you are going to have to wait again. Yeah, I know you like this one because you've mentioned it before, but I didn't want to fudge my list. I was like, I do like this episode a lot. To be fair, it's actually next on my list so we could oh kill so two- let's yeah, talk about Faith we, Off. We can kill two birds with one stone because this is my number two. Yeah, this was the one on my list. I was like, this is the one I knew we were going to have the same. You've surprised yeah. me with the Mad March one, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, go go ahead. Um, this is one. Actually, this, amazingly, I know, you know, I talked about like, oh, I missed some of this season the first time they were on because it's when I kind of was not yeah. watching it as much. This is an episode that I don't think I saw for the first time until maybe like two years ago. No way. So, yeah, this is like maybe the one of this season that I'd never seen before until recently. And I was like, wow. When I first saw it a couple of years ago, I was like, that's a real hidden gem of an episode. Yeah. Um, and you've got a great guest. I like. I love Don Cheadle. So you've got him um, doing the guest voice of Brother Faith in this. So well, that's just like cherry on the cake. Do you know what? It's really funny. So when... So I quite like all the Marvel films that have recently come out. Like, I'm, I am a mm-hmm. fan. I... I'm not really, I was never really into comic books or anything like that. So I don't know any of the sort of like backstories and things like that. I'm not hardcore. I just like the cinematic universe that has has come out. That just means you get to be surprised by everything. Because half the time when there's the big surprise, I'm like, well, I already knew that was going to happen because it happened in the comics. (laughs) So um, obviously Don Cheadle's is in the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He is. He's a war machine. War machine, yeah. yeah. And when we was watching it, Ben was like, do you know who that guy is? I was like, no. He was like, it's the guy that's in The Simpsons. I was like, what guy? He's like, brother Faith. And I was like, are you joking me? And I was like, more shocked that that was him. But then I watched it after Ben had told me that. And I was like, oh my God, iconic. 
Like I love. I don't think I realised it was him the first time I saw this episode. Every time I've seen it since then, I'm just like, can't believe it's him. <laughs> yeah, he really like puts it all. He really like gives it. He's not like phoning it in like some guest stars. He really goes for the character, he which really is really fun. He really goes for it, and yeah. his character in Marvel and yeah. his his character in as like Brother Faith are just like completely different. And yeah, it just it shows you <laughs> how amazing. Of an actor who is for that yeah, reason. He's awesome. Yeah, I love it. Brother Faith! Woo! Good boy! Feel it in my belly now, Springfield. Mm. Can you feel the power? Yes! Do you want to be saved? Yes! Now, correct me if I'm incorrect, but was I told that it's untrue that people in Springfield have no faith? Was I not misinformed? Well, I don't know. I just... The answer I'm looking for is yes. Yes! Now, let's hear it. For the Holy Spirit, no need to fear it, just revere it. He works in heaven, that's the 24-7. That's right, check the Bible, yeah, John 2, 11, jump back. I love that this, um, it's almost like a sequel episode to Homer Goes to College. Yeah. Because it starts off with the thing, but this it gets. This is why, you know, you say about the continuity annoys you in Simpsons compared to Futurama. Yeah. This is where it gets muddy. Because they say, isn't that's the guy who ran over the Dean five years ago? He's completely different. I know, but everyone's the same age, though. It's confusing. It's like they're all living in a hell. Like Bart can't age beyond ten. So, He's just been ten for the last five years. Yeah, exactly. So when obviously um, Homer goes to college, the guy who's the Dean is like this young, hip, blonde guy, and then this yeah. this guy who's who's in this episode's like really stuffy like stereotypical ding and it's, yeah. it's so frustrating i'm like is it the same guy is it not like what what the hell like if you are gonna yeah it's they're trying to do a sequel without yeah, doing like, the if research you're gonna to do make it, it right exactly like any normal simpsons fan no matter if like we obviously don't work on the show but we are correcting people who should know more than we do if that makes sense oh it's it is frustrating well i think I've never seen the episode, um, there's a sequel episode to Camp Krusty in a later season, and a lot of people I've heard say like, yeah, it's not, it doesn't work, the continuity doesn't work in it. They went back to make a Camp Krusty sequel, and it doesn't line up continuity-wise. I don't know why they yeah. do it. They, I feel like they're doing it on purpose to annoy the fans. Yeah, probably. See, I didn't even know about this Camp Krusty se- sequel. I think it's called Camp Krusty. Uh, yeah. And it's literally like, it continues exactly on from the end of that episode. It's like a sequel episode. Oh, okay. But we know what happened after that episode. Krusty picked him up and they went to like on holiday to like Tijuana or something, yeah. didn't they? <laughs> um, so yeah, I haven't seen that, but I know it doesn't line up continuity-wise. And a lot of people get frustrated I wonder if it. Mr. Black's in it. Mr. Black. <laughs> I have no idea. No idea. Um, yeah, so that I love, I love uh, Faith Off. I like that it's a sequel, even though it does. It's the first time they've really done a sequel episode. I love that Don Cheadle's in it. Um, I love the song. Yeah, testifies a great song, Testify. and they do they do less songs in this in this era of The Simpsons. So it's kind of like a novelty to have a song again. Yeah, uh, but it's a really good one. It's a really good one. I always sing the line, um, "My glasses make me look like a geek. Now you get the girls you seek." Yeah. I lo- I, for some reason, that one line I always sing. If I think about testify. I was a sinner, a real bad kid. What thou shalt not, I shall did. Neighbors had I tried to neuter, took 
nicotine craving. Testify. There's a cramp in my glaive. Testify. 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 Um, it's got great Kent Brockman when he's moaning about the uh, the copy that he's having to read. Like <laughs> this is writing. <laughs> fever is reaching a fevered pitch as the fevered rivalry between Springfield U and Springfield A and M spreads like wild fever. The- this is writing. I'm sorry, Uncle Kent. I lost my thesaurus. Thesaurus. Lose more than this. Oh, uh, I like I say, bit. Ken's becoming a fave of mine. Definitely. Do you know what? Yeah. When you sort of mentioned before about how you hate, like how season, um, sorry, Act Three doesn't follow on, or it does, it feels a bit disconjointed. I've yeah. actually written in my notes that um, all three acts feel like three separate little episodes, but this is one out of the majority of the episodes of this season that actually acts one and three fit together really well in comparison. So it's almost like... I agree. So it's almost like uh, act two is a little bit more disconjointed in this episode than act three is because I feel like it starts and ends with the whole college thing and then the bit in the middle where Bart is like the faith healer um, Mm. is the is the bit that it does fit obviously it all fits really well and this is one of the only episodes in this season where they do that really well but um yeah it, it it's weird like it it's almost feels like three little episodes in them mm-hmm. in itself um i um, i I, th- I think that's the reason i like this one yeah because it is more cohesive there's a few episodes in this season where i'm like uh we'll come to it in a bit but Mad Mad Marge is another one where it's like, oh, this feels like a proper episode, like an old style episode. Like it's cohesive. Yeah. It goes from A to B to C or A to B to back to A again. Like it doesn't just go like A to Z to two, you know, like just completely bonkers. Um, I like the, 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 the ones that have the cohesive storylines in this season. Yeah. And there's very few of them, but they feel like the old style episodes. There's too many of them that just go completely nuts. This was actually going to be my number one episode, but I switched it round today because yeah, I, I, I thought this was going to be your number yeah, one, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, this was my number one initially, but I switched it round with the other one um, mm. just purely because when I rewatched it again, I was just a bit like, oh, actually, I think I prefer the other one. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've done it before, but I always enjoy it when they do the sports commentators, the, oh, doctor, <laughs> oh, jumping crawdaddies, which is the one, my favourite delivery, the jumping crawdaddies one. Yeah. But yeah, the, uh, they just go on and on with all these ridiculous, like, phrases. Well, now that we have ourselves a barn burner here today, welcome to the 117th dust-up between the snort and swine of Springfield A&M and the Springfield University Nittany Tide. Oh, Doctor, break out the hickory switch. Well, hang on to your hoop skirts, folks, because Anton Lubchenko is going to be kicking higher than a mule on payday. Oh, Land Lakes, take that ozone layer. Whoa, and I get your radar gun, because that tamale was one tall drink of water. Now, ladies and gentlemen, pour a little cider on those peepers, because here comes the halftime parade. An overdue tribute to halftime itself. And as those lumbering ships of the great iron sail off into our memories, the players return to the field. I'm not going to lie, though. 
it annoys me a little bit where Homer has his head stuck in a bucket. You know what? I forgot that was part of the episode. It's a real like major part of the episode. <laughs> it's literally why they're at the healing. Uh, it, oh it, yeah, I've got it here. Like my only point, it just says Buckethead to yeah. remind me. It, <laughs> and I was it, like, what's Buckethead? It always makes me cringe when Bart's putting the eye holes in, and then you hear it yeah. like squish into his eyeball. <laughs> like, like I said, there's some really ugh. gross sections in this season, and he's like too far. <laughs> yeah, horrible. So his son just drilled into his cranium. Vile. <laughs> but yeah, I don't really have much really to. It's, yeah, it's one that I don't actually have that many notes on. It's just no. a good, solid episode in a bunch of episodes that don't have that cohesion that I'm looking for. Mm. It'd be interesting to know that if this was in, say, season eight, or even season nine, to be honest, if it would have made our list, or just because it's like a good out of a bad bunch. I think it, I think it's that it feels like one of those episodes, but while all the time not actually being as good as one of those episodes. Yeah. Personally, yeah. 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 So yeah, that's my number two and your number three, is that right? Mm-hmm, that's right. Cool. So now my number two. Yeah. Um, I think this is going to be the equivalent of the guest who's coming to criticise dinner where I'm going to say this and you're going to be like, no, this is way down my list. I think okay. you're going to be very surprised. But I don't know why I have such fondness for this. It might be the nostalgia thing because it's one of the few from this series I'm like, oh yeah, I remember how, watching that one. Um, and it's the uh, another weird title Take My Wife Sleaze, which is the motorbike one. I hate this episode. I knew you would. I knew it. Whenever I died, I was like, this is going to annoy you. Yeah. It, no, it doesn't annoy me. Um, I just I just don't really enjoy it. This is an example of an episode that I would happily not watch ever again. Like, mm. even re-watching it, I was just like, oh, I'm just not. You know, I think actually as a whole, I don't actually think the episode's that good, weirdly, even yeah. though it's so high on my list. I love elements of it. So there's sections, there's a whole section of it which I love, which is from when he gets the bike till when the gang kidnap Marge. And it's Homer starting the gang, the motorbike gang with his friends. It really reminds me of a Homer Vigilante, which is an episode I love. And I wish there was more, I wish the episode was more of that because that section I love. When, um, when Homer bashfully tells Bart that he doesn't know how to ride the motorbike. Yeah. I love Bart's like constant laughing. Man, you're bending the hell out of that kickstand, Dad. Why don't you just take it for a ride? Promise you won't laugh? Yeah, I promise. I don't know how. <laughs> you're kidding! <laughs> you don't know how! <laughs> Will you teach me? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) This is the one, isn't it? Just like, correct me if I'm wrong, that they go to the 50s diner. Yeah, they they go to the nostalgia cafe, they dance and win the motorbike. I love the bit where they're dancing and Marge is upside down and she's like spinning on her hair. Yeah, it's great. The animation's great. Like the first half of this episode's so fun. Yeah. That it makes me forget that I don't actually like where the episode goes that much. I think it's just because I don't really like Marge in this episode. Like she doesn't do anything wrong. She's not annoying, but I think it's just because she's she acts this very um, like very meek sort of housewife right. character, whereas Marge is like in Marge as Mad Mad Marge. The characters mm-hmm. are two different 
completely yeah, two different people. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. I just think, like, the Marge episodes that I do like is when she's a very, like, strong female character who's very representative, whereas... I don't necessarily like the Marge episodes where she's just this boring housewife because she's. I feel like there's a lot more to her character than that. Oh, definitely. And you know what? I even forget Marge's plotline in this episode because yeah. my notes have no Marge in them. Yeah. Because so that obviously is like, yeah, I don't really think much to Marge's role in this either. I love Homer making the motorcycle gang. I love the um his probably proclamation of a gang. That's the answer. <laughs> and it's like to what. Um, and he just on a whim cause forms that motorbike gang and then you've got Lenny on the um <laughs> the law the like the grass what's it called? The, the I can't even what they're called, the lawnmower, that's the yeah. one. And he's like, Wait up guys, I gotta empty my grass pack. <laughs> Wait up guys, I gotta empty my grass bag. That's what I was just about to say. So I feel like this is an example of um the it's the same sort of example of the ones where I actually prefer more of the lines and the deliveries than the actual storyline. So, like, guess who's coming to criticise dinner? Like, That's exactly yeah, my opinion on the yeah. guess who's coming to criticise dinner. So these are the equivalents on our list of each other, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so I do appreciate episodes, and I think this is one of them, where they've got so many good lines and so many good, like, even if lines aren't funny, like my example of the whole Nelson thing, like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. no hero. I just like to hit people over the head. Like, it's not really that funny, but it's the delivery that makes the line. Yeah. And I think this episode is a good example. And like, every time I think about this episode, I always think about when she's like, I'm going to do a bandana wash and they all chuck at their bandanas mm-hmm. at her. Like, silly little things like that that I always remember more than the actual episode. You know what? The voice actors are really what's like saving this season. Yeah. Because the writing, a lot of time the writing isn't that good, but it's the deliveries that are still so good. And the animators, like there's a lot of bit, like the dance, the dance is so good, well animated and fun that it makes that scene good. The actual writing isn't awesome all through this season, but yeah, the animators and the voice actors, because they're so well established by this point, are like what's driving home the good stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, the end of this is nonsense. They have a fight with motorbikes in their hands. Yeah, I know. Like swords. It's absolute I nonsense. I forget. It. I forget that's even a part. Every time it happens, I'm like, oh yeah, this is where it goes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you've got another fun guest, like voice actor in this one. You got um, John Goodman as like the gang leader. Yeah. Uh, making Homer <laughs> eat the jacket. Miss <laughs> uh, Simpson, I killed my pencil. Broke. You broke your pencil. I broke him. Um, and there's another great Homer delivery at the end when they ask Marge to go with him and, he's, and she looks at her and she's like, no. And he's like, no, dice. I don't blame you for wanting her back so bad. A woman like that only comes along every couple of miles. Aww. Hey, can we at least keep her till the orgy in San Berdu? What do you say, honey? No. No dice. <laughs> um, the no dice is good, yeah. I do think that... Um, Going back to like the voice actors and delivery and things like that, I do yeah. think that because you've got such good chemistry and you've got such good, talented and experienced voice actors that that is a large portion of why The Simpsons has lasted so long. Mm-hmm. Like the chemistry, the camaraderie, like everything. I mean, if 
one person was amazing and then the others were average, I, I would feel yeah. like it probably wouldn't have gone as far as it has. But because of everyone's equally as good, there's so many different things that you could do because it's like, oh, Marge episode, Lisa episode, because everyone is yeah. just as good. Yeah, all the all the main cast have really got awesome deliveries in this season. Even down to um, someone like Tress McNeil, who I actually mm-hmm. read this season is the first time that she has a voice part in every single episode of a season. This is the first. Oh, wow. Yeah, I read that today and I thought, oh, that's really cool, actually, because I've got um, I've got a very high opinion of Tress McNeil. Um, yeah, yeah. She's just phenomenal. And reading that, that this is the first season where she speaks in every single episode, I just thought to myself, like, bravo, like, well done. Yeah, it brings her up onto the same level as, uh, like, Hank Azaria and Harry Shearer. Like, she's yeah. one of the main, main cast, it feels like, from this point. Yeah. yeah, so, like, the fact that they have just as equally as amazing side characters, voices, and, you know, it, it is testament to why the show has got so far for so long mm-hmm. just because of who's got who they've got working on it i think yeah so yeah that's my number two it's just very similar to your guess who's coming to criticize dinner like the plot's all right but i just the lines of this and the nostalgia of it make it higher probably than it deserves to be on my list yeah um yeah and it's got some fun animation it's got some ridiculous animation with the with the uh bike fight but it's got some fun animation with the dance and yeah i think that this um example is the most diverse mm-hmm. of our of our picks because it's literally like one of the lowest episodes on my list and i don't think that's ever happened before i think if we've had um, it happened right near the beginning with blood oh, feud I, I like blood feud and that was really near the bottom of yours oh okay i was gonna say because usually if we do have a difference of opinion it's like very middle of the season but yeah, this is yeah. very like yeah, I don't like the episode at all. I, I when I put this in, I was like, "This is." I I had a feeling like I'm like I know she's going to have this near the bottom. Yeah. So maybe that's why Love I it. put it so high. Uh, yeah. For the controversy, right? But yeah, we're up to our number ones. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. 
Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So, I mean, it's obvious what my number one choice is. So yes. I've picked it's a mad, 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 mad Marge. So there's four mads in there. <laughs> yeah, and every time we say it, we have to say the full title. No, I call it Mad Marge. Yeah, I do too. So for anyone who's not familiar, it's the episode where Otto proposes to his girlfriend, Becky. They have the wedding in the Simpsons garden. Marge tells Becky... That Becky admits that she doesn't like heavy metal, so Marge is like, if you don't like something about him, then you either like wear him down or you say it's even me or the heavy metal, and she does mm-hmm. because he has poison play at their wedding, so she's like, it's even me or well, not even poison. It's a tribute <laughs> <band>. <laughs> yeah. And then she, <laughs> and then he's like, okay, I pick heavy metal. So then she's left at the altar, and the Simpsons take her in and then Marge basically gets jealous of her because she's better at all the mm. all the cooking and the cleaning and everything like that. And she, so Marge, she gets like paranoid that she's taking over her family. Yeah, so she speaks to Patty and Selma and that's oh, yeah. actually one of the notes that's actually one of the notes that I wrote. Like I love how they like are major shit stirrers in this. Like they've got their they've got their big wooden spoon. They're exactly the sort of media that they consume is exactly what they should be. They, I, of course, they watch those type of shows and those type of films. Like they would listen to the true crime podcasts. Yeah, you know it. That that is why, like, they are my spirit animals. Like, <laughs> Pat, Patty and Selma are in this are exactly what I love about Patty and Selma. They're just like, yeah, yeah, stirring the pot, like winding yeah. Marge up like telling her what she's worrying in her head and they're like yeah that's what's happening like she's like they use the word usurper which i love and then she's like usurper usurper that's how i remember this episode it's the usurper episode brilliant it's such a brilliant word but um yeah so yeah just marge um, like shouting it again and again is amazing usurper 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 <laughs> it's not an easy word to shout repeatedly no it's not but um i love this episode i absolutely love the character of becky as well and yeah even like you just she's one of these characters that you just can't hate well i can't hate her anyway and even at the end where marge is like oh i thought you was gonna like steal my family and murder me she was like i was even then you yeah, just can't hate her she's just like yeah i was but then i went to the drugs i went to the um store and they had like six kinds of shovels and she's just like whatever later um <laughs> even that like i just <laughs> i just love her and it was we talked about on the last episode uh the future armor episode actually yeah that my one of my picks was the deep south yeah um and it's the same guest voice she she's umbriel yeah and those episodes were like a week apart in airing so i they sort of always linked yeah they're always linked to me they were very close in airing and it's the same guest voice on both well i actually googled today who the guest voice was because i recognized the voice and i couldn't work out where i knew the voice from and she's someone called parker posey 
Parker Posey, which is the yeah. most amazing name ever. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I'm not familiar with any anything else that she does. Like, I know she does a lot of 90s, like, films, but nothing that I... Yeah. So it must be the Umbriel thing that really stood out for me, how I knew her. Like, I didn't know that till you just said that. So it must be that what triggered it for me, I Potentially, think. yeah. She was in, like, a mm. few sort of... She is a real, like, 90s... Actress, act, yeah. Young, young actress in the 90s, yeah. Yeah. She's really pretty as well. Like, she looks completely different how I expected her to look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let me just quickly... I've I literally got her page open here. So she's dazed and confused. She's in... Yeah, that's, that's it. Blade Trinity. Is she in Josie and the Pussycats? Lost in Space. If she is, Maybe it's not. not... Oh, yeah, she is, she is, she is, she is, yeah. Oh, yeah, she yeah. She is, yeah. Uh, Superman Returns, Scream 3, You've Got Mail... Uh, Lost in Space, Waiting for Guthman. I mean, as you all know, I'm not a movie buff like Bob is. Um, so a lot of these films I haven't seen. But um, but yeah, she's she's sweet. Like yeah, she's done a bit. I really like her. Yeah. May I? Mmm, yummers. Nobody's ever called my gravy yummers before. Mmm. You know, be really nuts. A little rosemary. So the whole thing about this episode starting with her and Otto getting married, that's the bit I forget about this episode because by this point in The Simpsons run, like Otto is a forgotten character. He has like not had a role since like Das Bus. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, it starts as an Otto episode, which is so weird. They're like, oh, Otto's back. So I forget that element of the show. I always forget like, yeah, how does Becky move in with the simpsons when i think of this episode and it's like oh yeah yeah she's engaged also yeah Yeah, well that's actually one of the notes that i wrote like it annoys me a lot in these later seasons how and it and it was like a big problem for me in the whole like millhouse divided episode as well about how Mm -hmm. they have an episode about a side character but then they have like a really stupid way of incorporating the simpsons like the family Mm -hmm. the simpsons and I know you have to because that's what the show's called, blah, blah, blah. But just I feel like they could have incorporated The Simpsons in a much better way than they actually did. Because they essentially are using mm. them having the wedding as like... They're almost just being... They, they're nodding at how lazy they're being. Yeah, they did yeah. that last they're season like, we just did with last season. literally. And exactly. they actually poke fun of it because they say, oh, well, you've got all the yeah. stuff from Apu's wedding. So they know what they're doing. They do that thing which I actually really hate in media where they point out the flaw as in like, yeah, I yeah. know. And it's like, that doesn't make it any better. It's like, yeah, it's supposed to be bad. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make it better. Just because you know it is, it doesn't make it better. Yeah, it's almost like an F you to the audience. Like, I don't care. But I think the writers were finding doing F you to the audience is quite funny at this time. Yeah, definitely. Because they were getting so many like viewers complaining about the new episodes, so they were actually finding it quite funny to do like F you's. In um, the bit, in the episode um, where Homer is the fruit critic they do the whole like poking fun of home and not having a job again because it's like uh, yeah, lisa, yeah. lisa basically goes oh like thanks for taking us on our field trip but aren't you supposed to be working he's like i am and then there's the thing about the robot singing um oh yeah i work hard for the money so hard, work hard for, for the, the money, money. <laughs> i work hard for the money so hard for the money Oh, I something, something money. Come on, give me lots of honey. Well, there's an employee, Smithies. A smile on his lips and a song in his heart. 
Promote him. I love that bit. Well, and in Alone Again, Natural Diddly, it's all, that's the one where it's got, do you even have a job anymore? Yeah. Mark says to him. Yeah, that's in the same season as well. They're like going to the same joke. And it's, yeah, so they're just repeating a lot of stuff, which annoys me. But apart from that, this episode is like, I love it. And I think you hit the nail on the head earlier when you said that this feels like it, it flows really well. Like the storyline just, yeah. it, it all fits. When, when the ending comes in you're like what's going on and it ties right back to the beginning of the episode yeah. you're like, oh like it, it, it's kind of it feels like a wacky ending but it actually ties in like yeah. so i let it off i love marge in this episode as well like this for me is like a peak marge um, yeah this is a really good marge episode because she's she's very sassy like i wrote in it i love how sassy marge is in this episode where she's like mm. shut up Becky and then like yeah, a um, great one-liner yeah and then like she has a lot of like quips so like one of my favorite lines in this episode is um right right at the very end where um she goes I got some S&M for you scrubbing and mopping <laughs> <laughs> I might I might have to start it, using that it's got a really good balance <laughs> of like sassy Marge and very like that innocent housewife Marge that I also love where she's like yeah. Rosemary I've always wanted to use it in something <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I, lo- I just, I love it. I love Marge. I love Patty and Selma in this episode. i tell you something I do love. I love that in Patty and Selma's flat, I don't know why I've written this. I wrote this down because <laughs> I was like, what a strange little detail. They have like a pyramid lamp on their um, corner table. It's just like a big pyramid of a light bulb on top of it. <laughs> I just well, found it a really funny choice for them to have. Well, I, f- I actually think that's a callback to when Krusty gets holiday. busted. Yeah, because they're always like yeah, having yeah, like, it, it was a joke at the beginning, yeah, about how they used to always have like, holiday the slideshows oh, yeah, That's what I saw it as, it's like a little nod. Yeah. They've come back with like a pyramid lamp souvenir and that's in their lounge now. I actually found um, another little detail like that that I'd never noticed before. But in Marjorie's insanity hearing, when she's like in the courtroom, mm-hmm. the woman on the insanity panel is uh, Marjorie's therapist from Fear of Flying. Yeah, it's the Lowenstein. same woman. Yeah, Lowenstein. my name's Vike. It's Zweig. <laughs> and she's like yeah. Lowenstein. It's that same woman. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's like another little callback because yeah. I just I just can't work out how. They can make details like that. I mean, I know it's animators, like, they, they'll probably have more yeah, detail, but yeah. I just don't understand how, how they can have little details like that, but then really F up the whole, like, Homer goes to college thing. Like, it makes no sense. If I go to a party or a gathering or something like that, and there's loads of leftover food at the end, and they're like, please take it with you, it's only going to go to waste, and I leave with food, I feel like Mo when he has yeah. the prawns in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of that when I'm like sneaking out with the food. When he's like, no, head to tail, you could fit more in. <laughs> he pours the sauce in his mouth. <laughs> that was excellent. Um, so my favourite bit from this episode, and I do walk around the house singing this, is time to change the oil. Don't want to be an oily man. Changes, time to change the oil. Changes, don't want to be an oily man. A man innocently changes his oil when a two-ton car comes crashing down. Crashing down. Oh, who'd have thought you could hold up a car with a wicker basket? 
I love that. I'm a big Bowie fan, and um, yeah. I I like love that. I just it just makes really me laugh. Fun. Yeah, and I, I love, love Bart's again. It's the delivery. Well, I love Bart's the way Bart says wicker basket. <laughs> 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 who, who would have thought you could hold up a car of a wicker basket? Like his delivery of wicker basket wicker is so basket. strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a two-ton car comes crashing down. <laughs> so that's my favourite section of the episode. Even though it's a Marge episode and that's not Marge. Yeah. I, I just love that section. So, yeah, this is my number one choice. Like, this actually was my number two and then I switched it with Faith Off and I... I'm so glad that I did. I almost feel like I want to put this higher on my list just talking about it now. It is a real, it's yeah. just one because I wasn't so familiar with this episode. It's like a new discovery for me. I feel like in time, this will be one I revisit with real fondness. It's so weird because my top three, so this one, Faith Off and uh, Guess Who's Coming to Criticise Dinner, I have yeah. so much nostalgia. Like I remember watching these three episodes all the time as a kid so i don't know if it's because they were always on on uh on sky one and i used to watch them a lot on sky one or if i had them on a vhs i could i don't know why but i remember watching these Mm. three episodes a lot as a kid it's weird when marge is on the telly well they're they're mocking marge on the television shows she's on like every talk show and stuff taking the piss out of her and um, they're talking about if you talk, if you look in the mirror and say "bloody Margie" three times and stuff. Oh, I and love There's all the rumors that. going around about. Her. I love Homer's flat delivery, as if he doesn't even know who she is. It's like, yeah, I heard she mates with men, then eats them. <laughs> I heard she mates with men, then eats them. <laughs> I love that. And like the, um, I tell you what, other bit I think is like really funny in this episode, which I never really took much attention to before, is when Krusty does King Lear. His jokes are actually pretty funny for Krusty. He's like, how do you yeah. make a King Lear? Oh, yeah. Put the queen in a bikini. <laughs> like, I've never really paid much attention to I them. forgot that was in this episode. That's funny. <laughs> and it was really funny because uh, I was watching another program the other week and someone mentioned uh, Pasta Vassal or something, however, and it just, like, teleported me to that episode where it's like, mm. she ate so much Pasta Vassal. Nobody wanted her anymore. <laughs> and I thought of that as soon... I don't even know if I'm saying that dish right. Like, But it just really made me laugh and it really sort of like brought my mind back to this episode. And then when I watched it today, I very much thought, oh, yeah, that, that reminded me of when I watched that other program the other week and they mentioned that dish. And I was like, oh, made me laugh. I've had an old line ringing around my head all week when I've been working. Um, it's, from, it's from the Fish Called Selma episode when they talk about... Um, sleeping with a fisher. Tony, please, I just had a whole plate of bonbon magoo. <laughs> that's been in my head. Um, but yeah, that's not this episode. Um, this is, uh, You know I love Wiggum. This has a great Wiggum as well. Let me tell you the same thing I tell everyone else who comes in here. The law is powerless to help you. <laughs> <sighs> Fine. Let me tell you what I tell everybody who comes in here. The law is powerless to help you. Do I have to be dead before you'll help me? I'm not dead, dying. Yeah, no, 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 don't walk away. Wait, how about this? Just show me the knife. In your back. What's going on? I was just trying to see if I can Google what that dish was, but I don't... Oh. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think pasta fuzzle. I think that's what it is. I don't know. But listeners, please let us know what that dish is I mean, if you know we, what it we, is. We, we butcher pronunciations and everything all the time. It's all right. They know by now. Yeah. <laughs> Pasta Fuzzle. Uh, it's probably something completely different. 
Uh, but yeah, love it. So yeah, brilliant episode. Yeah. I think that's everything I wrote for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only other note I've got is when Marge is in the library and she's going through and oh, I'm, cra- I'm crazy now. I'm talking to myself. And Hans' mom was, you are. Oh. oh. I thought I made a friend. Maybe I am insane. I mean, I am talking to myself. You are. Oh, I thought I'd made a friend. I love Hans' mom. He's such a, like him. a forgotten character. I forget I about him. him. If you talk about favourite characters, I forget. But he's always gold when he's in I the scene. I feel like I read somewhere. Like I might just be completely making this up in my head, but I, I feel like I read something somewhere to say that he was Matt Groening's favourite character. No, opposite. Oh, Matt Groening opposite. hates him. Opposite. Oh, okay. Yeah, Did you tell no, me that's that? It. No, I actually read that recently in a, in a book. Oh. I, read, I swear it was in, I read uh, Springfield Confidential and I swear I read it in that, but I've heard it elsewhere as well. Matt Groening hates the oh, design. Hates First it. time he saw it, he was like, what the hell is that? It looks like some kind of mole man. Oh. And then they named him Hans Moleman <laughs> and kept putting him in stuff because uh, Groening hated him. Oh, I love that. I love that even more now. Groening's most hated character is Database. He hates Database. Oh, I love Database. <laughs> <laughs> Why though? I don't know, he just finds him annoying. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. <laughs> he is annoying. I think mean, that's the point of him, right? <laughs> I've got such a soft spot for geeks, though. <laughs> so that's your number one. Yep. My number one. I'm so excited. Um, I, I think, well, you're going to know, this. Will, I think this is going to be your one more. I think it's what you got as your one more. It's behind the laughter. Oh, my God, it is. <laughs> yeah, because it is the oddball one. It's the obvious choice for one more. Simpsons Boogie, lovely to love your lovin'. In Simpsons Christmas Boogie went mega platinum and swept the Grammys. Have we said that? Have I told you that I love this episode before? I must have done. No, we've never mentioned it, so I was getting ready to be like, what? I think this is the best episode in the season. That's why it's my number one, because it's so different. I the love other episodes episode. are trying to recapture something that they're not doing as well. Yeah. This is them doing something completely different, and it's very funny. It's hilarious. And I always have said this should have been the final episode. It's why it's almost like you should stop watching at season 11, yeah. because it's not like Futurama, where it has continuity, so you're going to have some sort of like heartfelt ending. The Simpsons does have its moments of heartfelt it does have heartfelt moments but it's not like this continuity thing no so if you're gonna have a final episode of the simpsons it should just be something weird like this yeah to me this should they should have just ended it here and this should have been the final episode and to me it kind of is because i never watch beyond here (laughs) um it's just such a fun way to like wrap things up if this was the final episode and there's so many great lines in it i just love the whole like concept of the show do you know what? This is every time I sort of say to myself, okay, I'm going to watch a later series in inverted commas because obviously I know that there's this isn't late in comparison. But for Late and by late you us, mean solidly in the first third yeah, of the show's run. For us, late. Um, mm. This is always, if someone said to me, like, pick an episode out of season 11, I would always go to this first. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to put it as my number one because, like you say, it's so controversial. It's so different. Like, that's why it's my one more. That I kind of fought with myself over that. I was like, do I put it as my number one or do I put it yeah. as my one more? And I just, I, at the end of the day, I just went, it's my number one. It's my number one episode. It's the one I go back to watch from this season most. Um, I think it's great. The funny thing about this episode for me is the fact that I never, ever, ever watched Behind the Laughter. 
Never. I've, I'm, well, that's this I'm, episode. No, I mean... Behind the Music. Behind the Music, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So this is a parody of the show Behind, behind the, the Music, music. Yep. which I only really know from parodies because well, it's parodied quite a lot. This is what I was just about to say to you. So um, the funny thing was, I'm pretty sure... You probably won't know this, but I'm pretty sure Saved by the Bell did a parody of this as well. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I used to love Saved by the Bell as a kid, and I'm pretty sure they did a parody, and I think that was the first time that I knew about it. Um, And then I'm pretty sure that Family Guy do one as well. Like, not a whole episode, but they do sort of do a a little sketch of a parody as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've never actually watched a proper behind-the-music um, it's been parodied in lots yeah, of comedy shows not, I've seen. I'm not overly familiar with with it, but I know of it enough because of the parodies. Yeah, I know like the cliches and the th- the editing techniques and the the style of narration enough to like get the joke. Yeah, you know, and appreciate the joke as well because there's this is a very clever episode like where where they edit it in a certain way so it's like Homer will say something and then. Marge will then say something that makes yeah. it really funny, if that makes sense. Like, I can't, yeah, yeah. I haven't got an example. Well, but... I've got a great example of that. It's like when Ned's like, um, are you, they were just sitting in front of the TV, TV oh, yeah, all day watching it. that Hollywood hogwash. Well, our favourite show was Hollywood hogwash. Yeah, exactly. Perfect example. That's so good. It's yeah. so good. I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favourite show was Hollywood hogwash. But we also love the Drek Squad. The Malarkeys. Dumbing it down. Sheriff Lowbrow. Home Improvement. Um, yeah. It's just, I love the Bart t-shirts. Good grief, man. You bet your sweet bippy, man. <laughs> life, life begins at conception, man. One of the, um, one of my favourite lines is, because um, this, this is very, like, hits home for me. Like, I can appreciate this. So one of my favourite lines is from Marge, and she says, Nobody told me how tough it was to raise kids. They almost drove me to fortified wine. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That is me right That's now. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's so many good lines in this. Uh, fame was like a drug, but was like, what was even more like, the, like a drug was the drugs. Yeah. Why did I take such punishment? Let's just say that fame was like a drug, but what was even more like a drug was the drugs. And like Bart says, um, I've never said cowabunga in my life. <laughs> like. Yeah, um, I love Wiggum being like, I even got a catchphrase. Wow. <laughs> no way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I've never acted before in my life, but uh, if the sea captain could be in the show, why not me? I've even got a catchphrase. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Now I lost it. It's brilliant. This is absolute quality episode. Like I, can, it is. I it, this love stands this up with the previous series. This is like the one from this season that I think it this holds up as good as the previous seasons. It's brilliant it's kind of like their version of this season's clip show but it's not a clip show no yeah it's yeah. doing almost um 138th episode spectacular which yeah. wasn't quite a clip show it was its own thing and this is doing that yeah i'd, I'd be really interested to know if any of the listeners like absolutely hate this episode because i because i feel like because i always felt like i was the only person that appreciated this episode but clearly not do you know what I mean? I love um, <laughs> I love Marge on stage singing I Shot the Sheriff. 
but I didn't shoot the deputy. Like how she said, like she didn't her de- do it. She, she didn't, didn't do it. Like, like her delivery of lame. that is so funny. <laughs> so lame. It's really funny. <laughs> so next time you see a sheriff, shoot him. A smile. A smile. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Marge put together a nightclub act. She didn't do it, she didn't do it. So the next time you see a sheriff, shoot him. (gasps) Oh, and I love about um, how Homer buys MC Hammer's um, house and he like hits (laughs) hits it so it says Homer time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, it's brilliant. Yeah, I like I said, I always think this just should have been the last episode. It would have been a brilliant and bizarre send off to the seat to the show, I think. But then I'm sure there's I'm sure there are good episodes beyond here like that are worth the show keep yeah. to have kept going for. Yeah. I feel like in our on our last episode we should perhaps mention like a couple of episodes that we enjoyed past this because there are a couple that I can think of but not many. <laughs> I, I would love you to tell me because I've not really have yeah. seen much past this. I've only seen season 12 and a bit of 13. I've never seen anything beyond that. Yeah. So I have a thing. Um, someone did post something the other day on a Facebook group, a Simpsons Facebook group that I'm a member of and it was like a chart of the IMDb scores for every individual Simpsons episode. Oh, I love that. Um. And it's like green to red on how high they are. Yeah. And you can see the colour chart of the show. And at season 11, it really does drop from like green to yellow to red. To mm. the... But then it, there was a few points in these later series where there was suddenly like a highly rated episode. And it made me wonder like, oh, we want to watch that one. Mm. Well, what makes that one so good? Suddenly there's a really good one in season 16, you know, suddenly an amazing episode. Or I'm going to have to Google that because I'd be interested to see if I... I saved the picture on my laptop so I could use it for reference at a later date. Yeah, send it to You'd me. You'd be happy to know that the lowest rated episode of all time was the lady gaga one yeah i'm no, i'm a massive gaga fan as well and i, I know just, but you told me how bad that one yeah. was yeah it's not i just i can't even i can't even talk about it like it's yeah too many bad memories no which is it just makes me so sad because it could have been so good but anyway yeah. we won't go into that i'm sure it's a general consensus amongst the crowd as well yeah but um there is an episode that i do love and i think it's in season 12 maybe it's uh, and i'm pretty sure people probably hate it but i actually really like it it's uh it's professor x i think they call it or mr x where homer has the web page oh yeah i do not like that episode i know i know a lot of people that don't like it but i actually really like it like it is yeah. one that I don't know if it's just some like a queen of conspiracy theories, and I just think that mm-hmm. that could happily happen. Like, mm. I, I maybe you're wrong. for the last episode, I'll have a look over series 12 and 13 yeah. and see if there's any that jump out to me. Yeah, um, but yeah, but anyway, yeah, that's my number one. Um, uh, beyond the behind the laughter, um, brilliant, I just, it's just so fun. Yeah, I was so gay, <laughs> love it. <laughs> Christmas buggy. Since it's Christmas buggy. Since it's Christmas buggy. 
Okay, cool. So you obviously know what my plus one is. So it's down to yeah, your so plus one. Yeah, so that's your one. plus one, yeah. and that was my number one. Yeah. So my um, see, it's between two. One we're going to talk about anyway. So I'll pick my other one. My plus one is um, Brother's Little Helper. Which one's this? And this is the one where Bart gets diagnosed of ADHD, oh, and they yeah. give him the pills. Yep, the pills. So some people like this episode, some don't. I think it's all right. It's actually in the upper half of my thing but what i liked about it when they bring these changes to characters we said about like barney suddenly sober and yeah. dies and blah 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 i to me i was like well of course Bart has adhd that's obvious yeah um, so i have a brother uh with adhd and one of my best friends has adhd mm-hmm. so i've i'm surrounded by people with like pretty severe adhd and i'm used to the mannerisms of that and to me, I'm like, yeah, well, of course Bart has ADHD. So when the show was like, oh, all this time Bart just has ADHD, I was like, well, of course, that makes complete sense. And I thought it was like, this is going to be a thing that's part of the show now. Because it was at the time when, you know, people complained yeah. at the time that kids were getting overdiagnosed with ADHD as like a catch-all. Um, but it was becoming more aware, maybe whether that was the case or not at that time it also made people aware of that as a thing and now it's just a thing that people know about yeah so i thought it was them addressing like oh this explains why why bart acts the way he does um he's incredibly naughty and impulsive and stuff but actually he's really sweet at heart and doesn't mean to do some of the worst things he does and i was like yeah that's typical of someone with adhd and it just seemed like a really obvious thing that was never addressed again after this. But yeah. in my head, I've, from this point, I've always been like, well, from ever, I was just like, yeah, well, Bart's a kid of ADHD. So for me, my headcanon is like, this episode's actually quite an important one. Um, so that's why this one's my plus one. Do you yeah. know what? I just, you are, I've never really thought about that, the way that you just explained that. And it makes mm. so much sense. And don't get me wrong, like I, I do feel like, it must just be sort of like the era that we grew up in, but it was 100% sort of brought forward and everyone was made aware of the symptom, or if that's how you would say it, symptom. Mm. Um, so I think it's actually quite sad that they don't mention it again. No, they sort of, they do sort of lean on it as a joke by the end of it. It's just like, yeah, over-medicating kids. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's that's quite a controversial thing, like whether you should medicate your kids and blah, blah, blah. Um, in terms of people I know who have taken medication for ADHD, um, like my my friend who has ADHD, he, he always took, if he took medication, it was for his own choice. Like, yeah, I, I find it really hard to concentrate if I don't take this or, oh, I didn't feel like I needed to take it today. So, yeah, because I'm just chilling out today. And it's, there's a way to medicate people for things and a way to not. It's, it's almost like, well, yeah, it's like going to the doctor and them handing out antidepressants. You yeah. know, some people need antidepressants and some people don't, but they probably know themselves whether they need it. So yeah. I think it's a controversial thing to say that some things are like over medicated and yeah that was when like ritalin and stuff was just people were saying it was being over diagnosed and over uh, prescribed in america so they sort of lean on that to the end and make a joke out of it but in my mind i was always just like all right so yeah bias adhd that makes sense that makes sense yeah yeah Mm. this is an episode that i don't hate uh this is very Mm. middle of the road for me um 
But I'm glad that you picked it, actually, because I feel like I'm going to have a whole different appreciation for this episode, I think. Yeah, that's what that's why it's higher for me than it is. It's in the top third for me, but it's only just because I was like, oh, it kind of gives a bit of depth to Bart's character, even though it's yeah. really a joke. In my mind, it's always actually given more depth to the character because it felt obvious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, in the, I mean, the end is nonsense, where they knock down the satellite and Major League Baseball's been spying on everyone. And okay, yeah, nonsense, but... <laughs> I think that that half of it is probably why it scored lower in my list, but I don't hate this episode. Mm. It's, it's, it, I feel more positive about this episode than I do about the biker group one, definitely. Like, yeah. The the start of it's fun as well. You've got the fire day um, and Ned and Morda putting on the play and Homer's cuts his trousers into calves, which I love his tiny little shorts. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's got some fun stuff in the episode aside from the main story. Yeah. But it does go to like wacky town again. It's it's only the second episode in the season, and you already get into like wacky ending territory. Yeah, 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 definitely. Do, this is actually one of the episodes in this season that I don't actually have much to say about this episode. Like, I don't no. hate it. I don't love it. All I've it. got to say about it is that main point. But that main point that you've made has definitely made me think completely different, and I hope it makes other listeners think completely differently as well because i always Mm. love that when a certain issue surrounds your life or you know people who have a certain illness or something and then that not many people know of and then a big show such as the simpsons will handle that and then more people have more of awareness of that i always think i always really like when that happens yeah even if they do it in a jokey way it isn't it's still so bringing awareness cutting. to it. Yeah. yeah, it's not so cutting that it completely. I mean, it does sort of, like I said, it does sort of poke at over medicating kids and stuff, but it still addresses something which, like I said, I thought was obvious. But uh, yeah, yeah. So that's my yeah. plus, my plus one. Yeah, I love that. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Don't stop. We'll soon be here. So let's um let's recap our lists. Uh yeah, you go first. Okay, so my number four choice is uh Treehouse Ten. Treehouse of Horror X. X which is the Xena one. Um yeah. my number three is Guess Who's Coming to Criticize Dinner. My number mm-hmm. two is Faith Off. My number one is it's a mad, 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 mad march, and my number well um, and my plus one is behind the laughter. Excellent. Um, I want to say before I do my list, we've actually been way more positive on this season than I was expecting. This we've eked out lots of fun and good moments in it. Yeah, but wait, we haven't got to the controversial episode. That's true. Yet, yeah, so. we've got some rough stuff to hit. <laughs> yeah. So my number four is it's a mad, mad, mad. Mad, 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 mad much. Uh, my number three is Faith Off. My number two is the controversial Take My Wife Sleaze. My number one is Behind the Laughter. And my plus one is Brother's Little Helper. So Yay. I don't think there's any other... Imp- there's no important episodes or controversial episodes in this season, is there, for us to touch on? No, I think everything else is really <laughs> boring and nothing to discuss. Before we uh, actually talk about those episodes, can yeah. I ask what your bottom episode is? What your because I think mine isn't the obvious. So there's one episode I hate in this, which isn't the one I hear people complain about that much. But what is your very bottom episode? So I want to mention my two because I hate them both as much. 
Um, I feel like they're going to be my second and third worst. Yeah. yeah. Um, Go on. So... My second to last is Kill the Alligator and Run. That's my third to last. Yeah. yeah. And number the last bottom bottom is uh, Saddle Saw Galactica, which is the jockey that's, one. Yeah. Yeah, that's my second to last. Yeah. My actual, there's one I hate more just because I'm like, this is such a mess. Um, and it's Missionary Impossible. And some people actually like that episode, Missionary but I just Impossible. I can't oh, stand it. Did you know what? I actually quite like this episode. I just hate that it just ends. Like, oh, they're falling into lava, like, the end. Yeah, I mean, it is all... It pissed me off too much. It makes me hate the episode. It is all. I know that's the joke. Yeah. It's just such a cop-out. And it annoys me as well, like... Homer is, like, peak jerk-ass Homer in this as well, like... It, it breaks reality it's too just, much. It's very family yeah. guy as well. When when he gets chased down the road by like Elmo and the Teletubbies, yeah. I'm like, what's happening here? Yeah. The, the Teletubbies are real? Like, it's very odd. Yeah. I, do, I don't hate this episode. This is one that mm. if it's on, I will watch it. But I like the tiny little B plot of Bart working at the power plant yeah. in Homer's stead. I feel like that could have been used. Well, there's only like two or three scenes of it. I feel like that could have been an episode in its own. They could have done more with that. I feel like if this episode was in any other season, it would be right bottom smack of the list. But mm. but there's them too, so... Yeah, I don't hate it enough for it to be... It's like middle of the road for me, to be fair. So there's not too much that we can say that hasn't already been said about Saddle, Saw Galactica and Kill the Alligator and Run. I feel like yeah. they are like two of the most hated episodes of all time, but for good reason. Everyone knows why we hate those, and... Yeah. They, yeah, we d- oh, just don't feel like we need to touch upon them today. I mean, if people w- do want to hear our opinions, then message us and we could go they on suck. a rant. <laughs> but, yeah. Do you know something, though? There's, there's, I, I can't stand Saddlesaw Galactica. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. There are leprechauns in it. Yeah. And I don't want to talk about it. There are, there's an element to Kill the Alligator and Run that has, there's seeds of an alright episode in amongst yeah, it. It's I just, agree. there's like eight, eight episodes in one. It's like schizophrenic. The yeah. Way it, now this is happening. Now that's happening. Now they work in a diner. Now they're in court. Now they're waitressing at a thing. Now they're that. And now Comer's a quiz master. And okay, what's the episode here? There is a very similar episode that Family Guy had done. And it's a very early Family Guy episode. So I don't know what came first. But um, mm. I'm pretty sure the Simpsons one did because it's not like the first season of Family Guy. So I'm pretty sure fa- right. uh, the Simpsons did it first. But Family Guy do it and do it. Oh, I remember right the Spring one. Break episode. Yeah, yeah, the Spring Break episode of Family Guy is a lot better. Than yeah, this. that's what I mean. This didn't need to be a Spring Break episode. Like the Quizmaster stuff is all right. Like the start of the episode, it's all right. It's not amazing. It's all right. Homer being a quiz master. Yeah. Then it goes ridiculous. And I hate all the spring break stuff. I hate Homer being horny. No. I hate Kid Rock being in it. Yeah. I've, it's just terrible. Yeah. Um, And then they start working in a diner. I actually really like the diner woman. Yeah. She's funny. I agree. Yeah. You're still in my trailer. I like that. I like that. <laughs> but yeah, um, That's fun. You took the signs out of the window? That's pretty presumptuous. How do you know I'm going to hire you? Sorry, I just want to be a broom boy so bad. I like your attitude. You're hired. How about you, Missy? You want to be a mop girl? Not really, no. I like your honesty. You're hired. And you two haven't said a word. I like that. You're hired. Mmm, it's so cozy. You're insincere. I like that. Hey, you're stealing my trailer. I like that. It's, it, it just feels so weird to me because The Simpsons is and always has been my absolute favourite programme of all time. But 
I hate the fact that I that there are episodes that I absolutely hate of it. There are funny. There are some funny jokes in this. Like yeah. I like it when they have to when they get in the car, and Lisa goes, "You can't drive. He's got your license." And Ivy goes, "I'm going to try anyway." And turns the key. <laughs> He's like, "It worked." That's yeah. funny. That's really funny. Let's go. You can't drive, Dad. He's got your license. Well, I'm going to try anyway. <gasps> it worked. It's a miracle. Um, and the the woman, the diner woman, I think she's a really funny character. They could have done something with that, like they're on the run and they're working in a diner. Yeah. But it's like two minutes of an episode which has too much going on in it. Yeah. But like the bit where they're working, they're, they're sort of waiter, waiter, waitressing at the party or whatever, and they make Homer get on the piano and he's like clunking around and they whip him and he starts playing amazing jazz. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I feel like... It's just a mess. If they'd have taken like smaller segments and made episodes so like you could make five episodes out of the smaller segments mm. i feel like it probably would have been better than just this mishmash but anyway i feel like we spent way too much time on this than than yeah. we should have done it's just a it's just a rubbish episode <laughs> everyone knows it's bad you don't need to say it's bad yeah the other one that everyone hates alone again natural diddly which is more dies I don't actually think is that bad. I actually really like this episode. I th- it's in, it's controversial, but it's in my top half. Yeah, same, same. I I think the first half is bad, but the second half is quite funny. I've written here that this should have been two episodes. Hundred percent. I've written exactly. If it was the two same. episodes, then everyone would be like, the first one isn't very good, but the second one's a friend, a really funny episode. I wrote exactly the same. Because there's even a time jump. It says like two or three months later or something. Yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, it's really crass that Homer's like straight away. It's like, no, it's like there's a time jump. He mm. says like that was a, he says something about like two, three months later or something. Yeah. And then from there, it's pretty funny. I feel like the way that she dies is it's terrible. Stupid. Like, it's so stupid. I do feel like that it was kind of an F you to um, the voice actress who left. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank on her oh, name, which is same, bad. literally. I, I had, it, I had it written down as well. I can't even find it in my notes. Maggie Roswell. Maggie Roswell, there you go. Um, I feel it like it was just like, we don't need you. Like, you're not exactly yeah. Hank Azaria to us, that kind of... Like... It was very petty and very kind of ugly. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they could have killed her off better. And, mm. But I don't... I, I do like the second half of it. Like, I like all the dating, like the video dating. The second half is funny and it has genuine pathos. Like, yeah. I love Ned. I love Ned episodes. And the Ned in the second half where he's like trying to move on with his life. And it's actually a really interesting thing where he's like, I'm not going to church. Yeah. Um, and he turns it. It's, that would make, if they had that room to breathe as a full episode, it would have been a really good one, I think. You've got the Homer side, which is funny, and the Ned side, which has the pathos. And this is where you find out that Ned has a massive schlong. Yes, which I actually find quite funny. I know that's a controversial joke, but I find that quite funny. I think it's hilarious. And (laughs) one of my favourite lines of this episode, it's really not funny, but it always makes me laugh, is, um, Dad, there are other wipes than Star Wipe. (laughs) It's because when I was was younger and, like, we used to have to make PowerPoints at school, I always used to use Star Wipe. So it's... it's, And I don't know if it's influenced by this episode, but it's, like, a little bit of an inside joke for me because I always used to use it at school when I was using, like, PowerPoint presentations, but... I love seeing... um, I love seeing Ned go on the different dates. Yeah. And he, I love when he rushes home from that like swan boat ride, and the the swan boat's in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> on the establishing shot, on the next scene, the swan boat's in the driveway, like he rode it home. That's so funny. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't, 
I honestly do not hate this episode. Like I would, no. I would watch this episode. Um, there are other episodes that I, I dislike a lot more. So I could, I could do about that very grim face-on shot of Marv get Marge giving birth. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's very graphic. <laughs> It's a little bit too realistic. Um, the one bit that actually really makes me laugh, I've just written this three words here and just me reading it has been making me chuckle while you were talking. It just says Homer in postbox. <laughs> <laughs> when he posts the video and he's just in there laughing. With the eyes. Like you just got yeah. his like, little eyes. Yeah. That's very silly. That is like a family guy joke. Yeah. But it's very funny. It's well done. Yeah. Okay, so another controversial episode. What do you think yep. of eight misbehaving oh uh, do not like it at all no when Apple no, no, has no. the eight babies like there's nothing i like no. about the episode no it's really near the bottom for me not a fan i remember it being like a massive deal when it came out but again it's them doing more changes like um permanent changes to the characters so like, yeah. they already married him off in the last season and now they've given him eight kids i'm just like oh god you're just completely changing the character and like i hate it as well when um when all the kids go into show business and things like that. And yeah, it's, just it's really like... weird. The only the only line from this I remember as like a funny the one that I always remember in a funny way is um when he's having trouble conceiving um conceiving and um he says, Oh, we've tried every possible position and Homer's like, Really? On top and underneath <laughs> I also like the line, um baby, baby, oh lemon, oh that's sex for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but um i loved the whole like apu manjula thing and i know that i mentioned i know it. yeah you were yeah, like very positive about it last season no this is for me like game over for me like yeah. i just anything about apu and manjula going forward for me it's just too much like they were so madly in love when they first met like the first time they ever met at their wedding yeah and then for them to just go so the other way just and annoys me. And in the Valentine's me. one where he's like, yeah. you know, telling her how sexy she is and stuff like that. It's like, I liked their relationship. Yeah. And then they sort of... Ruined it. In the space of like two episodes, they've like just got rid of so many storylines they could have done. Yeah. Yeah, so, not happy. Uh, and then the other one is uh, Days of Wine and Dozes, which is Barney Becomes Sober, which is not a bad idea for yeah. like a character change but it's just a very kind of boring episode i just don't think that the character of barney like i don't hate barney but i don't think the character was built up enough for them to do that no the only times i think barney's good is like when it's flashbacks i love seeing homer and barney in school together and in college that's really fun but it's like homer outgrew barney they don't hang out so much anymore he hangs out with like lenny and carl yeah i mean i feel like there are other characters like Skinner, for instance, who you could make like a major change to their character because they built up the character enough because he's had a lot mm. of standalone episodes that really have built his character up so you know more about him. Whereas Barney is like, okay, he is an alcoholic. He mm. was friends with Homer at school, but what actually, what else do you know about Barney? Not a lot. So to make such a massive change to such a... I don't want to say minor character because he's not a minor character, but he he's is like a because C-tier you don't you don't really know yeah. anything about him. Like if he had no. more depth to his character, he's not as fleshed out as like Burns or Ned mm, or a Pooh. He's yeah. like the next tier below that. Yeah, and then I feel like if they had done that, and then they'd gone into 
him becoming sober i feel like they could have handled it so much better but because you don't really know as much about him i mean i just i I hate this episode i hate the storyline i hate him being sober and then i don't know if you know but like a lot later on they then he goes off the wagon again and then he's normal i know they make him drunk again which is kind of depressing yeah because it's weird because a lot of they got nothing to do with the character with him being sober yeah because for ages for seasons he was literally at most bar with a cup of coffee Drinking coffee yeah. yeah and i'm just like what's the point what is yeah. the point like it adds... they should have him become like very successful or something yeah it adds nothing to any of the storylines so it's there's, there's no. it's like they wanted to make this huge massive change and they did nothing with it no, it's not a bad idea if they'd done something with it. Yeah. But they just wasted it, yeah. Yeah. Totally. I just think they'd made this controversial episode for the sake of it, but actually it's they didn't do it very well. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then Beyond Blunderdome's also very bad. Yeah, I don't I'm not Which really. Which is not Gibson, yeah, I don't really need to talk about it. It's bad. It's just It's just them fawning all over a celebrity in literally. a way that is just so gross. Like it's, the worst they've ever done it. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of nostalgia for this episode the way that i do for like criticized dinner and like mad mm-hmm. marge you mean mad 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 but um so i do have a lot of nostalgia for it but i don't for me it's not not really like uh it's very meh for me like i don't care i'm not that much of a big mel gibson fan to care about it no, especially after, especially now. Yeah, especially especially now, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I don't care. Um, okay, another controversial one. Well, I mm-hmm. don't I don't really see it as controversial, but it's kind of like a big thing amongst fans is the whole Tamako episode. Like, how do you feel about that? I like it. Yeah, I like it as well. I think I th- I love that they address that like Homer grew up on a farm. Yeah. So it's continuity stuff. And I think it's fun. And the farm actually looks pretty similar. Yeah. yeah. Apart from it, the fact that in that episode the farm burnt down and suddenly it's not burnt down, that irritates me. Yeah. But I like that it's like, oh yeah, we've got the old Simpson farm and they, they them being farmers for an episode is a fun idea for an episode. And I think it's a really fun episode and it has the B-52s doing a rendition of Glove Slap, yeah. which is just awesome. See, I hate the bit at the beginning with the whole gloves like i love the b-52s i love the parody song but the yeah. whole like oh it's ridiculous I challenge you to a dual bit yeah like, the actual plot me. is ridiculous i just yeah. love this that they got them in to do glove, glove slap, slap as a song yeah brilliant <laughs> i love it yeah it's brilliant yeah there are um, almost in every single episode there's almost like a celebrity guest appearance in some way yeah it's like high Hollywood now, isn't it? <laughs> the um, I like that when they go to the farm, Homer is using his own excrement as fertilizer. Oh. <laughs> I'm only one man, Marge. <laughs> I hate like the mutant like cows and sheep and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, when they're actually sh- the animals are shouting to Mako, it goes. That's again, it's too far crazy yeah. at the end. But the middle section where they're farming is fun, and you get the montages of the far- the crops growing. All that stuff's really fun. Yeah. Has the dirtiest Simpsons joke ever in that episode that people reference sometimes, which is the um, Sneeds feed and seed. That oh, joke. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just filth. I can't believe they got away with it. But they get away with it because it's not like obvious. Yeah, because the, um, the censors didn't, yeah, yeah. didn't get it, basically, yeah. is what that says to me. It was too subtle to the point where they somehow got away with this filthy joke. 
I was actually reading a Reddit page the other day. I was looking for something else and it came I came across it and it was mm. um about how someone had actually written like I don't get it and then people were yeah. explaining it and then they were like, Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, I see it every now and then that comes up on like Reddit or Facebook. Yeah. It's one of those recurring things that someone will post like the the dirtiest joke ever on the Simpsons and there's always people in the comments who are just like, Why is this dirty? I don't get it. And then when they get it they're like, Oh my god. Yeah. You know? Mad. Yeah. I don't think there's any other ones that um I was I think we covered all my my few pink dots that I had we've covered. Yeah. I mean I don't really have much to mention really, to be honest. No. No, I think that's it. Uh oh the other the other bit I love actually is just an image which is the um Homer's flyer for It's a Box Social with him on the uh on the big old timey bicycle when then he's gonna have a party on the boat. Just yeah. that flyer, just the image of it's a box social, I find really funny. <laughs> I love that. Um, that's an episode that a lot of people love that I don't really like that which, much though. Which it's one's the, that it's, from? It's the mansion family, it's the one where they move oh, yeah. into Mr. Burns' house. I'm not, it's alright. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan, to be fair. No. It's a really popular one from this season, but for me it's 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 actually smack bang in the middle. Yeah. So yeah, I just love the it's a box social flyer. So there we go. Yeah, I think I think I've said what I need to say for this season. Yeah, me too. And I'm actually really surprised how positive we kept it because yeah, it could have gone the complete other way. I mean, it's it goes without saying that you got to take a dump on Saddlesaw Galactica and kill the alligator and run. Everyone hates those episodes. Yeah, it's not controversial to say that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, like, there's some actually surprisingly great episodes, like Mad Mad Marge, which is one I wasn't that familiar with. I think that's a great episode. Yep. Um, and I feel like that's really, really become like a classic in my mind. I love Behind the Laughter. Yeah. Uh, Faith Off's like a really good, fun episode. The Treehouse episode's great. You know, there's there's good stuff here. There's just way less of it. And after this point, you're kind of running out running out of the good stuff. I definitely feel like as we've gone through it, that it's, it's easy to compare, like, almost if you have like a graph in your head, like all the high bits and the low bits is definitely like switching if you just yeah. like imagine a graph yeah. um and it was it it kind of was like okay absolute peak and then you could see like a slow decline and it's almost gone from like a slow decline to like a really like rapid fast plummet <laughs> yeah so there we go with that's the last time we're going to be talking about a full-on series of the simpsons but we still have two episodes left we do um so the next time we're going to be talking about Something I haven't watched since it was at the cinema. <laughs> the Simpsons movie. Yeah. Um, and I think we, we're going to do our top four and one more moments from the movie, I think, and just talk about the movie in general. And, yep. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Be, I'm really looking forward to revisiting it. Um, <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll watch it this week. And um, so I'll see what I think. Um, and then after that, we're going to have our wrap up episode. And I think we're just going to sort of talk about the things that have changed from our because obviously we've we've both watched through the show so many times but this time we've been watching through it in a more critical way so just things that might have changed in our estimations episodes that have jumped out from us from that we haven't really paid attention to characters that have really had us i've really realized you love this time around that have not really noticed before episodes yeah just new things and maybe we'll make a list out of it maybe we'll do like um form one more things that have come to our attention or things we've noticed during this watch through of the show. Just like a really reflective episode. 
Yeah, look back on the whole thing. I do so. feel like we need to do like a rundown 10 of like our number one episodes of like the 10, oh, 11 yeah, episodes. Oh, yeah, season. That'd yeah, be that'd cool. be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll have like a bit of a fun finale. Well, what we'll do is we'll have a think between and then on the on the movie episode, we'll announce our plans properly for the finale. We'll have a think about what we want to do for it. Um, but until then, if you want to get in contact, listener... Dear listener. Dear, dear listener. Uh, tell us what you love and hate. Do you love Kill the Alligator and Run? Do you love it? Tell us why. Um, do you love the jockeys? Do you think it's the best side characters they could have ever introduced? <laughs> um, do you hate any of the ones that we've mentioned? Do you hate Behind the Laughter? Uh, get in contact. It's um, four and one more pod at gmail.com or you can contact through the website, which is four and one more.com or you can go to my website, bobshoy.com. That's B O B S H O Y and follow the link to the show's page from there. And if you like this show, you might like some other shows so you can visit their pages while you're at it. Um, you can also find us on social media. I'm on there very rarely, but you can get in contact with me on there. I'm on Twitter as at Bob Shoy. That's at B-O-B-S-H-O-Y. Emma, are you also on Twitter? I am on Twitter and I am on there as at Emma Rowena, which is at E-M-M-A-R-O-E-N-A. And Emma also is in sole charge of the Instagram page for this podcast. I am indeed. I do apologise that I've been slightly quiet in the last couple of weeks, but it's been a bit crazy and I've been, She's on, been on holiday. holiday yeah. Um, but now you you're back, can... you've got to post some Morbotron stuff. Yeah, I will. I will post a lot more in the next couple of weeks, but um, you can find us on Instagram at four and one more. If you just search it, it'll come straight up. Yeah, you'll see the logo. That's the one. It's the one with all the pictures of Simpsons things. Um, and if you want to find us on, I'm probably forgetting stuff. There's a Facebook page and stuff. But if you go on the website, there's there's links to all the different places you can find us on the website. So that's that. Um, and I think we're done. Yeah, Bob. S- yes. Guess I forgot to put the fog lights in. I just had. <laughs> I just had you to get- said that in a way of like I was. Pat- I was like, I thought it was going to be Bob. I haven't been recording. <laughs> I was like, "That's you'll hear the fear in my voice." Yes. Um, Can I ask you, Emma, before we go? Yeah. um, Would you like the outro music to be "Glove Slap," (laughs) "Simpsons Christmas Boogie," or "Testify"? Oh, because there's three pretty good songs in this season. It's got to be "Glove Slap." Glove Slap. Okay, that's yeah. That was my instinct, but I I thought I'd let you choose. So yeah. Until next time, everyone. We're talking about the movie. Pardon both of our galoshes and uh, enjoy some glove slap.
softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.